Good day, it's Shane here from Clezy, Shane and Kimber, and these are the best bits of today's show on Mix 94.5. Enjoy. Homelessness is a very serious issue. It is Homeless Persons Week next week, and uh, almost 7,000 people are forced to sleep on our streets every night. It's an alarming stat, isn't it, when you think about it? Our streets oh. in Perth? Mm, this is uh, nationwide. But right. t- Tony, nationwide, but yeah. that's like one in 200 people. Tony Clark is the CEO of uh, Swags for the Homeless. Tony, good morning. This is a huge issue and you're doing some great work, mate. Thank you, Claire. Shane and Kimber. Uh, we just need to do as much as we can across Australia because it's a complete nightmare. Uh, human rights no longer matter. Tony, as somebody that walks the planet, I remember seeing the first homeless people in San Francisco and then you watch everyone else as they watch the homeless with their, you know, like their cardboard sign and et cetera, and we become very insular. Then you come home to Perth and you find that there are homeless here. There's a girl that lives in one of the car yards in Osmond Park. I drive past every morning at four, about quarter past four in the morning, mm. and she's getting up and uh, moving about. And I just think, I just don't get it. Why is this happening in today's society? Well, I've walked the streets of San Francisco and I've walked the streets of Perth and I, I know exactly what you mean. There's a thousand sleeping on the streets of Perth tonight. Wow. The reality is there's not enough shelters. There's just not enough. You can be on the waiting list, even an emergency situation for up to 18 months. That's an emergency situation. But otherwise you're waiting 10, maybe 16 years for housing. You know what, too? Homelessness is no longer linked to that stereotype of drug users or the uneducated. When we keep hearing stories of families that are sleeping in cars, uh, men and women who leave their partners for their own safety, and the demographic has changed. Would that, would that be fair to say? 100%. It's more people like you and I. Yeah. People don't realise mm. that homelessness can happen to anybody. In fact, you've probably got lots of listeners right now who are thinking, I've only got two weeks of savings. What's going to happen to me when I maybe have to look at facing the streets? Mm-hmm. Well, they should know right now that there is no plan across Australia on what to do if you go on the street. Tony, there's a lot to talk about uh, you know, housing bubbles and the like, and we had uh, that happen in Perth seven or eight years ago, and it's happening in Sydney right now, which means that rents get pushed up as well. And this is something that can, well, basically people can end up homeless in a heartbeat, can't they? It's very quick. It's one step away, and that's what's frightening. We need to have standards. We need to have services ready. We need to be in disaster mode because it is a disaster. We've got 40,000 Australians who are going to sleep on the street across Australia. Mm. There is no plan. And when you look at what, what we're dealing with, we're working with over 400 agencies across Australia. We're hearing time and time again the funding is being pulled, agencies are being closed. So when you're hitting crisis modes, you shouldn't be taking funding away. The agencies shouldn't be shutting down. Well, we shouldn't also be making it more difficult for them if we're aware that people are living out on the streets, like the idea of them when they said they were putting on the sprinklers and washing people out from sleeping there. I mean, why try and make it even worse? And it's just a, it is a human rights issue, isn't it? Well, you know, I'm glad you brought up the human rights. Uh, People in Australia don't even know that Australia helped draft and actually signed the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, which is the right to shelter, the right to dignity. So when you've got um, the Minister for Arts installing sprinklers and when you've got the, um, the Minister of Police uh, blaming the welfare agencies, the homeless agencies, as to why there's homeless sleeping on the street, there's a huge disconnect happening with our government and what they signed, which is the Declaration of Human Rights. Mate, in the media you get to get the fortune and you also get the other side of the fence and, <clears throat> excuse me, the word dignity you use there, when I've spoken to homeless people, that is the one thing that comes up. Dignity is easy to give. 
if people want to give it. Mm. And when you start looking at this morning's newspaper, where the public, where the councils actually just locked the gates of an alleyway, and then mm. you're looking at the uproar from the public saying, oh, there's, there's homeless people, there's homeless people, we need to lock the gates. This is crazy. Do, nobody realises that they could be homeless themselves, and no homeless person wants to sleep on the street. No. Homeless want to have a bathroom. Homeless do. want to have a fridge. They just want what you and I have, and it's easy to get. But if you can't get it, you need an emergency outdoor shelter. You need a bed tonight, tomorrow, not next week. Yep. So a woman on the news last week, Tony, living in a tent, she would never get warm. It's obvious. It doesn't matter how many rugs she had, she'd never get warm. But what can people do who are listening? People driving into work, people at home getting ready this morning. They're feeling a bit cool. They can switch a heater on. Uh, what can we do to help out? Well, we just need to remember that in the last three weeks, there were three deaths hmm. just from the cold. And it happens, and those are just what reported. And the way to avoid that is if they have a backpack bed. It's used in seven countries. It's Aussie-designed. A backpack bed will save their life tonight instead of having to sleep in newspapers full of political rhetoric. Tony, where can we go to do that? What website can we get some help? Very easy. Just go to backpackbed.org. Backpackbed.org. Thanks, Tony. We appreciate your time this morning. Good luck. Thank you, team. Blessings. Yep, just gone uh, 5 2 now, 5 to 7. Tony Cluck, CEO of Swags for Homeless. You can also check out uh, Facebook with Homelessness Prevention Week WA to find out more. Sometimes you have to share with your brothers and sisters. Look, I saw some great design ideas online yesterday for mm. how to fit three children in a room, but I just think that there's hardly any families that are doing it right now. Like we, what do you? All, did they stand in line in a cupboard? No, you, actually, how do you fit three children in a room? They should have got you to do that. It's, it, all kids sleep standing up now. That's you all. don't need bunk beds. Actually, be careful. We talk too much about it. It'll be a reality show. No, the other yeah, thing is that we talked about amongst us around table that mm. uh, Claire's he lived with his uh, brother. Brother oh, in the room. Five years younger. Right? I lived on my own, and I, I got to that age where you get a bit light, light in the loafers, and, and I got a lock on my door. Oh, look out. Jeez, I wish I had one of those. <laughs> How good was that? Mum walking in. I, my son hasn't asked for it yet. I'm just getting changed. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think we did it tougher as kids because we had to just share rooms. On my kids now get half the house to themselves. Yep. You two are so naughty. Steve in Balladura. Did Good you, morning. Did hey, you do it a bit tough? Did your mum have to share rooms or someone in your family did? Yeah, Kimber, you think you had it tough. My mum's got you beat. <laughs> she had to share a bed with her sister until one of them uh, left home. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, single bed. Single a bed. Single bed. bed. Single bed. Yeah, yeah. This is post-war London, England. Oh, yes. Oh, right, what okay. a woman. Yeah, I know. Well, two of them. Were they That's doing uh, either end of the bed? They what they call it? Heads, heads and tails or whatever they call it? Were they getting either um, end? I'm not actually sure. I haven't asked that. You would so, have yeah. to. You couldn't fit in a bed in a single yeah. bed side by side. unless you were heads mm. and tails. Mm. That's yeah, amazing. It's probably more comfortable for uh, women to do it than guys. Yeah. Do you think that... <laughs> <laughs> Steve, do you think that made your mum move out faster? Did she hit all of well, 12 years old and said, I'm gone? Two. She was the younger one of the two, um, right. so her sister uh, moved out first. Yeah. So, yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. Mate, you look at kids today. I'm sorry, I'm going to stand down with a grumpy on me. So, you look at kids today staying at home until they're 30. No freaking wonder. It's so easy. Steve, yeah. you've given so, the parents an idea now. <laughs> so, so, Steve, what number float is she in the Mardi Gras these days, Mum? <laughs> Oh, here comes the heads and tails floats. <laughs> Great call, mate. Thanks for calling. Have a Thank good you. day. Oh, that's funny. G'day, Heath. Hello. Okay. Have you got a bit of a story about a family crowded into a house and kids sharing a room? 
<laughs> yeah, we do. Um, I come from a big family of 14. Whoa. And yeah, yeah. So six girls, eight boys. Oh, why? How many? That's that's <laughs> not wrong. That's why? something wrong with that. <laughs> Tell mum. Fourteen kids. That's loving parents, isn't kids, it, Heath? Yeah. From Gee the same whiz. parents. So, yep. Yep. That's a great story. So, uh, how many in a room there, Heath? Well, at one stage when I was uh, an infant, um, we had all eight boys in the one dormitory. So it was a, it was a fairly big room, and all the other rooms were, or well, there was three other rooms the parents' room, and the girls shared the other two rooms. i tell you what, you'd be hard-pressed to fit four bunk beds in, a, in any room. I, I've got to ask you, Heath. Yep. Reel off the names. Come on, 14. <sighs> uh, start from eldest to youngest. Yep. 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 So there's Bernie, uh, Margaret, Colleen, uh, Michael, yep. So I say it's four. That's four. Could be here for a while. Uh, okay, just tend to go. Wendy, Wendy. Just make some up, Eve. <laughs> yeah. Wendy, Lynette, yeah. Peter, Kevin. You know, Heath, I think what Shane was expecting is that you'd have it rehearsed like the McDonald's. Oh, no, no, like well, there's, uh, there's a lot of... I don't even know anyone's name in this building, never mind <laughs> family. Can you remember your sister's name? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey you did well. Did, were your brothers, were you in um, bunk beds or did they just put a big mattress on the floor and you all just climbed no, in? No, when I was a little bit older, um, in my primary school days, when I first started primary school, there was three of us in the one room and two of my brothers shared a fold-up lounge and I was in the um, single bed. Wow. So That's an incredible story, that's mate. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. And you know you could have said any name. You could have said uh, Peter, David, Louise, yeah. Ignatius. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we would have gone, oh, really? Oh, you know all your family. Yeah. Well, I uh, used to um, confuse mum. You know, She went through about a half a dozen names before she got the right name when uh, we got yeah. Yeah. When you're in trouble. If she yells, just everyone turn up. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks right. for your call, Heath. Remember Sneezy and Dopey. <laughs> I'll work with them. Good on you, Heath. Uh, we're, we're, we're pretty family, so it's pretty good. Well, we'll come back to you at 7.25 on Monday and you can reel off the rest of the names for us. (laughs) Thanks, bud. Not a problem. That's his weekend homework. (laughs) Hey, from Waikiki. Whenever I see the ads on Channel 10, the promos for the Great Australian Spelling Bee, I start thinking about my own spelling and at times I can't spell mix. Is that M-I-C-K-S? No. Uh, No. No, No, it's not. Starts Monday with Grant Denyer and Chrissy Swan on the radio. Chrissy, good morning. How are you guys? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, haven't seen you for yonks. I think last time we, we were talking about it off air, we saw you at uh, some Channel 10 arrangement that was over here. Yeah, yeah, down uh, there. Hosted by Good Northern News Northern. Week, dude. Yeah. Oh, yes. It was yes, in that. Paul McDermott. The, uh, the, the, the Marine. Yeah, McDermott. That's it. Yeah. Oh, well, that was good, Shane. Oh, um, that was good chat. Good chat, mate. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thank you. What time's the show on? <laughs> oh, Shane. See you, Shane. You're out. He's a total pro, Chrissy. Oh, um, dude. He's right. still loser. Now, Chrissy, we're talking about this new show, The Great Australian Spelling Bee, on 10. I want to know, are these kids naturally gifted at spelling or are there spelling moms out there? <laughs> Oh, that is such a great question because before I met them, before I did the show, I thought there's going to be a whole new breed of spelling moms, dance mom style. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact of the matter is, is that there was not one sort of stage parent there. They're all as mystified as the rest of us as to how these kids got to be so goddamn brilliant. And I think they're born with it. I think it's an ability you're born with, something to do with 
you know, processing or like a photographic memory or something like that. I am stoked about it because spelling. spelling is my skill. It's, it's, it is my skill. I'm really good at it because of that, because of the photographic memory. And I've never really had oh, anywhere to use fine. it. Like it's not rewarded. No mm. one cares. You, it is about to be rewarded. You are about to be uh, the the new superstar on the block, my friend. Spelling <laughs> is cool. Well, that's great. You got one 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 viewer anyway. Yeah, hey, Chris, <laughs> Chrissy, I know that ten are really working on the family angle. Families Seriously. sit down together and watch the show. But as a parent, am I going to watch the little kitties getting stressed out on the uh, on the national stage? I'm a bit concerned about that. A few people were concerned about that. I was mm. concerned about it too. But when I when I got there, because I don't like kids to feel bad at all. Yeah. I, that's that's you know modern parenting, you know, and that's where we get things like every kid gets a prize in the past the parcel and and all that sort of stuff. It's a you know it's something that the parents make up to make sure that the kids never feel anything. Yeah. But I was really surprised, you know, on set, the kids are. They're having fun, for starters, and very quickly they sort of worked out that they were a gang. So the oh. vibe was more like um, like a school sports carnival and everyone was in the same house. What's the that prize? Was what it was like. Oh, you can't give Is there kids. a prize? You can't I give them... can reveal the prize. Oh. Like, you've got to be a quarter of a million bucks or something no, like that. they don't give them money. They give them an iPad <laughs> and an education fund. <laughs> The kids, uh, the kids didn't know there was a prize, and not one asked about the prize. Oh, um, bless their hearts! I, I would have. Yeah, <laughs> so, I would have too. I was a greedy little so and so when I was eight. So yeah. that's what, is that why? Is that why you can't tell us what the prize is, Chrissy? Because Channel Ten went. You know what? None of the kids asked, and we just went ahead, and now we haven't got anything planned. Well, I've got free. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do get a prize, but we we actually revealed it. Uh, you know, at the moment of, of revealing the winner. So okay. I think we might just keep that mum, yeah. If okay. the kids don't care, then we shouldn't care either because we're bigger people than that. Beautiful work. <laughs> we will catch you with that cheeky boy of Channel 10, uh, Grant Denyer, on Monday night and Monday and Tuesday for the Great Australian Spelling Bee. Hey, Chrissy, have a great weekend. Thank you for having me. See you later. The best of Clairsy, Shane and Kimber on Mix 94.5.